Hey guys, welcome to the Journey of Ruth podcast. My name is Courtney Lohman. Thank you so much for joining me today. This is our final episode of the Weight of the Word series. Our guests and I have been discussing the importance of spending time in God's Word every day. So I have a challenge for you. I invited all of our listeners to join me in Proverbs every day for the month of October. And October is not over yet. There's no plan. There's no questions. Just read the chapter of Proverbs that matches the day and see what God wants to teach you. See what he wants to reveal to you about himself. I've been praying for you all, and I pray that God continues to use Proverbs to bless you throughout the month of October. So scripture memorization is such an important part of internalizing the word as we read it. However, it can also be one of the most difficult things to do. I mean, memorizing anything takes real discipline. This episode is a little different than any that we've done so far. Instead of interviewing one person about memorization, I felt that some of our past guests had already given us some really great wisdom and tips about memorizing scripture. So I collected some of those clips and brought them into one place to help us understand the benefits of memorizing scripture. Enjoy. So let's start with the one verse that a lot of us probably already know. Okay. John three sixteen. Go. Okay. Some of you were probably like, did what happened? You probably just looked at your phone. We're like, wait, wait, wait a minute. What just happened? Others of you immediately said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Right? If you grew up in the church, most likely you learned and memorized that verse at some point in time. Now you probably memorized a lot of other verses, but for some reason that one just seems to stick. And it's a good one to have stick. I mean, it's definitely worth your brain space because it is the story of Jesus Christ, the purpose of his life, his death, and his resurrection, all in one verse. So let's talk about why we would take the time to not just read scripture, but memorize it. Why is it so important that we take that extra bit of time to really internalize scripture? Here's what my guest Maggie Garrison, all the way back in episode one, had to say about why scripture is so important. I truly believe that Christ is sufficient. And because I believe that his word, the word of God, has everything we need in order to live a life of, of godliness. Yes. Paul tells us that in the book of Timothy. Also, um, he also tells us that we have give, been given everything you know, that we need in order to walk the life that God has given it, whether it's wife, whether it's mother, whether it's widow, whether it's a single woman, whether it's a broken woman, you know, in God's word, you find everything you need to um, walk as a woman of God. Now, I'm not saying that there aren't those times when we need um, additional um, professional counseling and help. I've I found myself using uh, professional counselors at different times in my life in order to help me um, deal with some of the, the issues that have come apart as living a life in this world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, This absolutely. crooked and perverse generation, as Paul <laughs> says. Um, but we also know that um, we have great confidence in that God has given us a lot. 
So I always want to have those biblical-based conversations, to be able to sit down with a woman and to, to look at um, God's Word and to say, you know, this is, this is what this means, this is how this can impact your life and help you. And, and, help, and then not just tell them this is what it is, but how can you read God's Word and find that out for yourself? So Maggie reminds us that we've been given everything that we need to live a life of godliness. What a great reminder. She talked about 2 Timothy, and in chapter 3 of 2 Timothy, we read, All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. Okay, so we are complete... And then we see that the ability to live that complete life is actually found in God's power, not our own. And that's found in 2 Peter 1.3. His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Okay, so if scripture is going to give us everything we need to pursue godliness, then it's definitely worth our time to memorize it, right? Okay, so if it's definitely worth our time, then why don't we do it? Uh, are we going to be honest and admit that maybe we're a little bit lazy and it just, it's hard. Um, we didn't like memorizing our spelling words and definitions when we were in school anyway, or especially those dates in history. I don't know who else. I am horrible at dates. I, I can't remember them still to this day. Ask any one of my friends if I know when their birthday is. And the answer is probably not. I just, I'm not good at dates. So is it just that we say, well, I'm not really good at memorizing things. Maybe it's because we don't have to memorize them because we carry a Bible around in our hand at all times and the Bible can be Googled, right? I mean, if I'm looking for a verse about anything, I can literally just say, hey, Alexa, give me a verse on and she can do it for us. It makes me think of my high schoolers. I taught high school for five years, and I love high schoolers. I know some of you are going to think I'm crazy for that, and some of you are going to be like, yeah, they're, they're a fun group to hang out with. But um, other than having a heavy dose of sarcasm, they can also be a little bit lazy. And so I can just hear them as I'm telling you guys, yes, you need to be memorizing scripture. I can just hear them saying, why would I memorize scripture if I can just look it up on my phone? <laughs> well, Psalms 1, 1 through 3 says this, Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by a stream of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. I once heard a pastor preach about that first section, the very first verse, and he mentioned the progression that happens there. So blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked. Okay, so we've got the walking there. Next, stand in the way that sinners take. So now we're no longer walking. We've stopped moving and now we're standing. And then the next verse is sit in the company of mockers. So now you're sitting. So you went from walking with people not making great choices to standing to now sitting. 
But um, what Psalm says is no, the much better choice for how to spend your time is delighting in the law of the Lord and meditating on his law day and night. And so it really kind of gives that anecdote of how we can make sure that we're keeping our mind and our our life in the direction that we need to and not getting kind of distracted by all of these other things around us. It's, I mean, it's not an easy thing to say, okay, so I'm supposed to meditate on this day and night. I mean, come on, I have two boys. I don't have all day and night to sit. I mean, I'm, I'm lucky if I get 20 minutes of quiet time to, and it's, it's never an uninterrupted 20 minutes, let's be honest, of, you know, time to just sit and, and read. So what does that mean? Well, that's where scripture memory comes in. If I have scripture memorized, then I can be thinking about those memorized, memorized verses as the day goes along. And maybe it's a verse that I used to help me remember that everything's okay. So when things in life are getting a little bit stressful, there's a verse that I bring back during that time. And it kind of allows me to just think about that verse and breathe a little bit. Maybe it's a verse that reminds me to keep calm and not snap when my children are frustrating me. If you didn't see my Instagram post last week about Proverbs 17 verse 27, uh, go back because that's definitely one that I need to memorize. (laughs) Um, Whatever the subject is, having a verse memorized for that time in your life, that allows the Holy Spirit to bring to our minds throughout the day and in particular situations these verses that can help us kind of dictate what direction we go, what decisions we make, how we respond. But if we haven't memorized these verses, they're not there to access I think of it as my son is learning to read when he's looking at these words. Sometimes if I'm looking at a really hard word or a big word I've never seen before, I can kind of, you know, figure out how to pronounce it because I know other words, but he doesn't have that same context. So he's really just looking at a bunch of letters put together and it, he can't do anything with it, right? Jacob Hodge, my guest in episode 11, is a fan of memorizing scripture. And during our discussion, he had a really good point about why memorizing scripture is so important. Based on what we talked about today, what would be one challenge that you have for our listeners? Memorize scripture. That's, uh, it, it just provides so much life and so much color that it, to me, it's, there's nothing like it right now. I'm I've challenged some students and they've joined me. We're memorizing through, we're memorizing the book of James. The whole book. Uh, We just, yeah. Love it. So, so I'm the only other book I've memorized is second Timothy and it's changed so much of my walk. And so why not do more? And it's not big. We're, we're taking a few verses, maybe seven or eight verses a week. So just Mm -hmm. once a day and it's going to take us many weeks, but it's worth it. There's there's kind of a, a phrase that we use, which we'll, we'll say uh, it's kind of like giving the Holy Spirit a vocabulary. Um, the idea is I can um, I can have a an awesome Bible study with somebody and we can dive really deeply into the word and I could read something new and, and really learn a lot. Um, but the amount of long lasting impact that I can I can experience from finding a verse that I that I like committing it to memory and then choosing to mull over it and to uh, integrate it into my life 
um, has, I'd say hands down for me has been the number one uh, component, the best component of my spiritual growth has been scripture memory because um, it doesn't just box me into a one hour or 30 minute or 15 minute time when I can read my Bible before Ella wakes up or before I have to go to work, but I can meditate on scripture when I'm walking around or there's been plenty of times where God will just pop something into my head that I've memorized. And it's very clear that he said, Hey, this is, I want to tell you this right now. Um, and it's not, you don't even have to question it. Um, so I, I have seen scripture memory be so impactful and, um, some people like to say if you, uh, you know, if the Bible was banned tomorrow, would you have enough to be able to live? you know, in, in your own, in your own memory. And that's for our country, I don't think necessarily a realistic outcome, but uh, a really good thing to ponder. It gives the Holy Spirit a language. That idea has stuck with me since Jacob and I first spoke, and that was almost a year ago. How do you hear the Holy Spirit? That's a really deep question, and we could probably do a whole nother series of episodes on how to hear the Holy Spirit. Um, so please forgive me for a very simple answer. Um, but I wish, I wish that God sometimes spoke as plainly as he did to Moses, right? I mean, Moses, he's in the desert and he finds a burning bush and God speaks to him through the bush. I mean, okay. Okay. <laughs> right? And there were multiple times in Moses's life where God says to him, come up on the mountain. And then he settles a cloud down on the mountain and he talks directly to Moses. But unfortunately, that's just not the story for us. And it's not even the story for most people in scripture. I mean, yes, he mentions that the Holy Spirit can bring those scriptures to our mind when we need them, but it takes it one step deeper. If you think about the scriptures coming to mind, as actually being the voice and the language of the Holy Spirit. Because the Bible is God's word, is it not? So why would he not use his word to speak to us? So what is the Holy Spirit's job? Why, why am I using the word Holy Spirit and why am I not saying God is speaking to you or Jesus is speaking to you? John 14, verse 25 through 26, Jesus actually explains this to his disciples. He says, all this I have spoken while still with you, but the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. So Jesus is saying to his disciples, hey guys, I'm not always going to be with you, but the Holy Spirit will be with you to remind you of what we've talked about to remind you of what I said. And the Holy Spirit is still with us today. He didn't just promise it to the disciples, right? The Holy Spirit is promised to all believers. Hey guys, I know there are so many causes and organizations that are needing help right now. Whether it's time or money, you wanna make sure that you are being as effective as possible. Is it possible to fight hunger and poverty AIDS, and human trafficking at the same time? Well, I believe it is with Compassion International. When I began speaking with Compassion International about partnering with them, what I knew was that any child sponsored through Compassion would receive education, medical care, spiritual training, and 
food help. What I didn't realize is that it was so much bigger than that. Each child can participate in the Compassion Project that takes place at a local church in their town and is led by local pastors and leaders. And the great thing about this is that during the most recent COVID shutdowns, those families whose children were sponsored by Compassion, they knew where to go for help. And here's another set of cool things that we see happen for Compassion children. Those that are supported through Compassion are staying in school an average of a year and a half longer than their unsupported peers. They're 80% more likely to go to college and 18% more likely to hold a salaried position when they reach adulthood. And guys, poverty is one of the leading factors for human trafficking. So when Compassion fulfills their mission to release children from poverty in Jesus' name, they are in turn protecting children from possible trafficking. So how can you get involved? Go to Compassion.com slash Courtney Lohman. There you can see all of the children waiting for sponsors. Find a child that you fall in love with and agree to sponsor them for $38 a month. And that's what it takes to do all of those things and change the life of a child is $38 a month. Once you do so, you can immediately begin corresponding with your child by letters. And those letters are a big deal, guys. Children that are involved in the program will sometimes keep all the letters that they get from their sponsor for the rest of their life because they mean that much. So don't wait. Go to Compassion.com slash Courtney Lohman and change a child's life today. Now, I discussed the Holy Spirit with Pat Hale Jr. in episode 19, so I wanted to play this portion of our conversation, and I did want to mention, too, to those of you who don't know, Pat is my dad, (laughs) so he mentions a couple things uh, that might not make sense if you don't know that he's my dad. But how do we know what this voice of the Holy Spirit sounds like? How can we we practice that on a daily basis? Great question. Well, one of the things that that God did for me when we got to Texas is he gave me a pastor that understood this. And uh, Dennis was very helpful because I would say things like, well, this thought came to me or um, I had this idea or, um, and then Dennis would say, well, well, where'd that come from? Well, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? Who, Who indwells you? I had so learned how to dismiss the Holy Spirit that I never attributed it to the Holy Spirit. And I read and heard somewhere that one of the ways that you use the Lord's name in vain is when you don't give credit for a God thing. Hmm. You poo-poo it, you dismiss it, or you own it for yourself. Never ever saying, imagine for a minute, you're my daughter. If I were to see you in a crowded grocery store or an airport, mm-hmm. I wouldn't walk away and ignore you. Yeah. It would break your heart. Well, why do we do that? We do that to the Holy Spirit all the time. But part of it is is because when he speaks, we go, well, for some reason I had this thought or I had this weird idea. We are dismissing who's speaking. And it took me 
a little while to basically change how I view how how I understood that. Mm-hmm. I used to say things like I just said. I had a thought, or I had an epiphany, or there's too many eyes. <laughs> so I had to to learn that that wasn't me. That was the Holy Spirit. Have you ever been like I don't know? Maybe when you've talked about this before or preached on it, that you're over spiritualizing it. Have you ever oh been, yeah. And what's your response to people that say that? Oh, okay. You have a right to be. You have your right to an opinion, and you have a right to be wrong. <laughs> You know me. <laughs> but that it that's my testimony. You can't argue with my testimony. Mm-hmm. When somebody says they're saved, and like I shared with you, how the Lord got my attention at 19, I have never heard another person use that kind of a testimony. Mm-hmm. But it was so real to me. I can still remember the smells, and I can remember the sweat on the sheets. I mean, it, I mean that that's going back to when I, that's before I was 20. Mm-hmm. So I'm going back a long time, and and you don't forget those kind of things. Um, but that's my testimony. Yeah. Well, all I know is my whole Christian experience, I knew, I knew. Lois Dick at First Baptist Church Williams, we used to have this conversation, her and Randall and I, about the fact that I knew there was more to the Holy Spirit than I was giving him credit for. And I remember Lois telling me, she said, one of these days, one of these days, you're going to to find him and you're going to find out he's always been there. Hmm. But I put him in a box. And I was afraid that if I actually let him out of the box, something would happen. What did you think that was something was? Something scary? No, no, I was more concerned about the repercussions of others than I was about my relationship with him. Hmm. I'm 61. I don't give a flip now. <laughs> <laughs> if somebody gets offended, even in this even in this radio show, this podcast, oh people can get offended. Right. I, I do care. But the one thing I can't do, I can't apologize for who God is. And I can't apologize for the fact that he's a personal God who indwells each one of us. Mm -hmm. And he's just waiting to have the relationship and the conversation that a person has with another person. Yeah. So we need to give him credit. Is there other ways that we can make sure that we're in tune with him and... Reading the word. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, praying, uh-huh. uh, you'll, you remember this. I, my, your whole life, I always prayed on the armor of God over you guys mm-hmm. as much as I could before you went to school. Well, I've expanded that by, <clears throat> I always start my prayer time with the Lord's prayer. And then I work through, I go back and I work through the Lord's prayer. Our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And then I, I stop there and I say, you are God, the father, God, the son, and God the Holy Spirit. And I thank God for being my creator, my father who cares, that has gifted me and has called me, and who has sent his son who died on the cross. And I walk through praising and adoring who Christ is and the difference he's made in my life. And then I thank him for sitting at the right hand of the Father. Uh, I prayed and asked the Holy Spirit uh, through Christ, because Christ sits at the right hand of the Father, about, you know, 
I prayed and said, Jesus, our finances need to be, need to change. They need to be different. And that's what he did. Hmm. Uh, Holy Spirit, I, I want to hear from you. What do I need to, and, but, but I've been practicing this now for about five years and more specifically the last three. And you know what's happened in the last year yeah. in our lives. Mom getting brain cancer and two tumors removed and it's changed her life and our life. Yeah. And our lives will never be the same. Uh, we can't go back. But I'm telling you, if I didn't have the Holy Spirit uh, showing me in His Word uh, when I'm in prayer, um, He says things to me that go along with my prayer, go along with the day. Um, he'll, another thing is he'll remind me of somebody and I immediately call him. Uh, or he'll, um, there's been times at work when he'll say something to the effect of, you need to go look at this print and you need to go look at that specific wall. And sure enough, I'll go do that and I'll see I miss something on that wall. My walls cost a lot of money to make. Yeah, right. <laughs> and hundreds of hours. So, um, so I'm I'm learning how to listen to him, and um, I'm fairly new at it. Um, but it's been three to five years. Yeah. Was it really hard when you started? Uh, or confusing, or you you kind yeah, of felt a little confusing. Another thing I did is I've I've read books about the Holy Spirit, plus. Reading John fourteen, fifteen, and sixteen, there are three groups of passages in those chapters that talk about and explain to us from a biblical perspective. I just call it the job description of the Holy Spirit. It's certainly much more than that. Mm -hmm. uh, he has more involved in that, but from a human perspective, we have that recorded in the Word. So John fourteen, John fifteen, and John sixteen, and I teach that wherever I go. If you haven't heard his testimony, definitely go back and listen to the full episode. It is pretty amazing and a little bit crazy. I love what his friend said to him. You'll probably find out he's always been there. I had to start asking myself that same question. What am I missing by either not listening or not looking? Because there's a difference between the two, right? Listening means that you know the spirit is there and you're just choosing not to listen. And then there's, you're not even looking for the Holy Spirit to speak. And so therefore you don't even know that you need to listen. I think of it as the same thing as my son standing in the middle of a room and I can say there could be one toy, one single toy out in the entire room. The rest of the room is clean. And I can say, can you please pick up that toy and put it away? And he will look around the entire room and totally miss the toy. But if I say to him, can you please pick up the blue truck? Or even more specifically, put up the, pick up the blue truck underneath the coffee table. Then all of a sudden, he has a little bit more um, context of where to go and where to look. So I think if we kind of think of it as that, okay, so maybe you haven't been hearing from the Holy Spirit. Okay, don't let there be any guilt or anything in that, right? Because were you even looking for him to speak? Or were you just assuming, like my dad, that that was just your own thoughts, like a thought that came to your mind? If you weren't looking, 
then of course, of course you missed him speaking or saying something to you. Okay, so we want to memorize scripture so that the Holy Spirit has a language in our lives. Now, how do we do that? We actually had two of our guests give us some great suggestions. Let's start with Joe Oswald from episode 23. Joe works through a scripture list with the kids in his community, and I loved the idea when we first talked about it. We also chatted about how memorizing scripture with our kids has benefited more than just our children. When we had talked a couple weeks ago, we talked about the alphabet memory verse list. Yeah. Can you tell me about that? Yeah, you know, um, I don't know. You know, ever since I've been saved, no one really told me to do it uh, that I can remember. I just knew that God's word was something to be memorized. I can remember Uh uh, putting them on three by five cards and posting them around my house and my my family at that time. You know, religious, you know, some knew the Lord, but not in the kingdom quite yet. And I had the privilege of leading my two younger sisters to Christ over time. But I remember putting them on the fridge and in, in the bathroom on the mirror, and I'd take them with me to school just to learn God's word. Well, I've never really quit that. Hmm. And when Ashley and Sarah were little, we got them, we adopted them. They were, Ashley was two years and four months, and Sarah was four months. And I would hide these alphabet memory verses. I came up with two lists of A to Z verses. So like to give you a couple examples of the first list. You know, A, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 3.23, B, this is a favorite. Be still and know that I'm God. Mm. Uh, and, and that's Psalm 46.10. Uh, but we don't really focus so much on do they got the, the, the address down. We want them to learn the content. Right. And so it, we focus more on what is the A verse. The C verse is a big popular one. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Mm, yeah. Go, you go to the end of that list. Zeal for your house consumes me. You know, oh. P, pray without ceasing. The new, the second list, uh, let's see if uh, A verse is accept one another and just as Christ accepted you. And what's so cool is we've had a couple kids memorize them all. We have a, a dear couple that's very gifted with art and and building things. Uh, Gene Riggle is able to make unbelievably handcrafted um, bowls out of different types of wood, and it's just unbelievable. His wife is an artist, and he donated he donated five for any of the kids that could say all the verses. We've only given away two verse or two bowls so far, but these kids are working on it. Yeah, and and you know he, the the verses. Yeah, probably the favorite verse is from the first list, the E-verse, encourage one another and build each other up. Yeah. So throughout the year, we work on these, and we even have the big kids, us adults, say them out loud. Sometimes we'll have a little battle between the adults and the kids, and who can say this verse? And, you know, I just believe, like it says in Psalm 119, your word I have hidden my heart that I might not sin against thee. And that's why um, Alana is so powerful, is when you hide God's word in your heart, uh, you know, it may not always hit us, but it, it you know, the, the Holy Spirit can pull it out when we need the truth most. Mm-hmm. Now, do you have this written down? I assume here. Yeah. If someone That's wanted good, to good. get a hold of this alphabet memory list, would you be oh, willing yeah. to share it? I could, yeah, I could email you those. You betcha. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, then we'll yeah. we'll put that up uh, maybe on yeah. our blog so people can go over and and have that. That would be great. And they're easier ones. They're little one-liners. They're not paragraph long, you know, type mm-hmm. of verses. Probably the longest one is the H verse in list number one, honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise 
it'll go well with you and you'll enjoy long life on the earth. That's the longest one. Okay. Well, most of them are little one-liners like the second F verses, fight the good fight of faith. Yeah. So they're doable verses. And the, the it was totally a God thing because God kind of, you know, guided my memory with verses that would come to my mind. And it kind of covers salvation and everyday living. So it's not just all focused in one topic. It It will really help us be grounded Christians if we remember them and apply them. Yeah. Well, and one of the things that I love in being a mom of young kids that are memorizing scripture, our boys do attend an Awana program here in town. And so there's a lot of scripture memory that goes along with that. Well, I'm memorizing scripture because, of course, I'm doing it with them at five and two. They can't read. Uh, Well, my five-year-old's getting really good. But, you know, we do a lot with them. And so it's not just affecting them, but it's also affecting me. And the other Mm -hmm. thing that I love about them memorizing it is in times of discipline, I can remind them sometimes of those verses and it all of a sudden gives purpose. Do you remember that verse that we memorized about honoring? What did that verse say? Honor your mother and father. Okay. So is what you're doing honoring your mother and father right now? And then that allows them to think through what they've done instead of me just saying, you need to listen to me. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. No, that's how we're to do it. The words to affect our lives. I mean, my uh, daughter, Ashley, I, I, uh, I mean, they could take the bus. Um, Sarah could walk to school and she does when the weather's nicer, but you know, they're growing up now so quickly. And I, you know, the church is five minutes from the house, not even. So I, I come in here at five and study for about two and a half hours uh, almost, and I get to house at 7.30, and we have a quick Devo. So Monday, yeah. I do the devotion. Kelly does it the next day. Then the next day's Ashley and then Sierra. And then Friday's our family day because they have a four-day school week up here. And, um, you know, they've been they've learned these verses. And, you know, the teen years are tougher. I'm trying to navigate that. And, you know, Ashley will act like she's not real interested. And I drop her off after I drop Sierra off. And today I said, hey, do you remember 2 Timothy 1.7? And you know, she didn't remember the address as well, but I got it started. I said, God hasn't given us. And I stopped and I said, I'm not dropping you off until you say the rest of it. <laughs> and she says, a spirit of fear, the power, love, and a sound mind. And I said, Ashley, that's truth. Because, mm-hmm. you know, she's in a minority there. You know, the kids, you know, we have some that homeschool in, in our congregation. And that's a great calling. We aren't called to do that, my wife and I. But yet we influence them, you know, regularly and have taught them the word and we have youth group and different things. But my heart is, yeah, it's tough. The kids today face a lot of stuff and they're they're in a minority. So they know the word and I just got to trust that it's going to hit them when they need it most. Those ABC memory lists can actually be found on our website at journeyofruthpodcast.com slash podcast. You know, I really believe that taking that regular time as a family is really important. It's something that we did growing up. No matter what was going on in the morning, we all came into the living room to read the proverb of the day, and then we would often read another chapter of the Bible and kind of read through a whole book. I think that time in the Word is really crucial because your kids get to see you taking time reading scripture. You get to talk about scripture together 
and they kind of see that you believe that the Bible and the words that it has in it are important. It's also important to do that scripture memory with them. And whether that is having them involved in a program at church that encourages scripture memory, like Awana, or downloading these ABC memory verse lists and doing them as a family, I think either of those is a great option. I saw on Instagram this little girl, and she was quoting an entire psalm, like an entire chapter of psalm, and she couldn't have been more than three or four. And the mom actually put a message in reply to everyone saying, how, how did you get your daughter at such a young age to know such a large portion of scripture? And she said, you know, we did it as a family and we started with like four words and at dinner every night, we as a family said our four words. And then the next week we said the next four words and added them on. And very slowly, I mean, that's the kind of memory work that we're talking about with really young kids. Very slowly, we added on to um, to it each week. And then here she is being able to repeat an entire chapter of Psalms, which is just amazing to me. However you go about it, scripture memory is is really important for you, and it's important for you to do with your kids. Now, maybe you're not a list person. Maybe you're thinking, I mean, that list is great, but it really, it's just not meaning a lot to me. Well, Jacob Hodge, who we heard earlier, he had some great memorization resources for us and some great strategies for memorizing the verses that you have found. Maybe you found a verse as you were reading your proverb of the day, and that's the one that you want to put to memory. Now, remember that he told us he was memorizing the entire book of James with a group of boys. (laughs) Well, thankfully, in this clip, he assures us that that's not the only way to effectively memorize scripture. Okay, so what does that look like? I mean, do we have to start with a full book? No, and no, no, no. How do what like what are your your Jacob's tips for memorizing scripture? What are they? <laughs> right. Um, if I could give one verse on scripture memory, that's worth looking at is Jeremiah fifteen sixteen. To okay. me, it's a step by step process. It says, "Your words were found, and I ate them, and your words became to me uh, the joy and delight of my heart. For I'm called by your name, O Lord God of hosts." And so, first, your words were found. I can't find verses that I like or things that speak to me unless I'm in God's word. Mm -hmm. Um, And I ate them. It's I'm choosing to take this in. I'm choosing to memorize it, even if it's not the most impactful or, you know, it doesn't speak to every part of my life. I'm choosing to memorize. Mm -hmm. Um, And then what it does is it becomes a joy and a delight and it's life giving. Uh, And then the statement at the end is, I'm called by your name, O Lord God of hosts. Jeremiah makes a statement about his identity and about God's identity. And that's, sometimes we try to dump straight to that, but Mm -hmm. we miss so much of the good stuff in between. Tips for memorizing. um, There's always, uh, you can read it 10 times, write it down 10 times, and then try to say it 10 times. Um, That'll usually get it in there. Yeah. Um, I'd say for for a, a week, the first week, just try to say it every day, try to recite it every day and make it something that you already do habitually, like brushing your teeth or, or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, assuming you brush your teeth every day, which you should. 
Um, sure, people do. <laughs> so just incorporating it into the normal part of your day is going to mm-hmm. be really helpful. Um, there's a ver- there's a, an app that I will plug. It's called the Bible Memory app. Um, the first 50 verses are free. And I don't use this phrase lightly, but it is the best $10 I've ever spent. I'm assuming it's $10. Okay. Um, but you can choose a verse that you like and you can plug it in. Um, and it has its own way of helping you memorize, but it creates a review system for you. So Mm. if you're not good about remembering or reviewing, I'd say scripture memory is 5% memory, 95% review. So many kids grow up in Awana, but then don't remember the verses because they just don't review it. And so this app is awesome because it'll create that review system for you. And it's really helpful. So Mm. I would highly recommend that if you're looking for an easy way to start. That's awesome. So they give you a couple verses for free and then you can purchase it and continue working through other verses. Okay. Yeah. And the Navigators does have, um, if anyone's looking to start, there's a thing called a topical memory system, TMS. Okay. Um, It's 60 verses, but there's there's a bunch of topics and there's just two verses per topic. And it's the way it's Hmm. laid out. It's really straightforward. Um, It's really intuitive and easy to understand. And the verses are so helpful. And so when we get students... I'm walking through the TMS with a bunch of freshmen right now because it's just the easiest way to get them used to memorizing scripture and asking them, Hey, how's that going? What do you, has anything been sticking out to you? What have you been learning? And um, it's just a really great way to get them started. And it's not like, Hey, memorize the book of James, you know, it's something right. small, like let's just do one verse this week. And then the next week I'm going to follow up and ask, how'd that go? Right. So we're talking smaller verses yeah. at, to start with. And then Absolutely. after you've been doing it for a while, maybe then go with the book of James. Yes, I would. We talk about some students or some, not even students, some people have zeal without wisdom. I'm going to memorize the whole New Testament, but I've never memorized, you know, I haven't memorized five verses on their yeah. own or one verse on their own. And that's not helpful. So yeah. small chunks is always better. And God 100% uses single verses. Absolutely. All of the resources and the websites that Jacob missed, as well as a link to the ABC memory lists, will be on the show notes for this episode. Go ahead over to journeyruthpodcast.com slash podcast, and you can find the post for this episode and just click on the links there. They'll direct you straight to these resources I found another couple of resources that I really enjoyed, so I wanted to share those with you guys. The first one is a website, dailygraceco.com. Daily Grace Co. is a company that provides some really beautiful products that you can use to bring scripture into your home. So these include things like verse cards and even a little verse card organizer. They have different sets of verses that they sell, so you can buy a set that is verses you can use for anxiety. They've got a set that you can use when you're um, thinking about prayer. They've got some really great uh, sets that you can buy that cover the Advent season. They also have journals, books, and Bible studies. They've got some really great kids things, actually. They've got some kids books, some kids journals. They've got this beautiful scripture writing practice book. So it's got a scripture on the left-hand side, and then on the right-hand side, it has... um, lines for the kids to rewrite that verse so they can practice their handwriting while writing um, scripture. So that's at dailygraceco.com. Another great resource is dwelldifferently.com. So dwell is 
a company completely structured around scripture memory. What they do is they choose one scripture each month. They take the first letter of every word in that scripture and they write it out and then they arrange those words into a beautiful image. And that becomes a temporary tattoo that they encourage you to put on your arm or somewhere on your body so that you can look at those first letters of each of the words and it will remind you of the verse that you're memorizing for the month. It's a monthly subscription. It's $8 a month. And with that subscription, you get one four by five and a half inch card with the verse on it that you can place somewhere kind of as you're starting to memorize it. Then it comes with a key tag that you can put on your uh, keychain, and then three temporary tattoos, which I just think is such a great idea because not only are you looking at it, but other people are going to ask what that is about. And you, it gives you an opportunity to tell people about the scripture that you're memorizing. Um, so that is dwelldifferently.com. If you've never used that memory tactic, that's actually a really great one. I did it with my son a couple weeks ago as we were trying to memorize the books of the New Testament. We had memorized them in groups of four or five books. And so all I had to do was put the first letter of the first book in that group. So he was looking at I think six letters, and was able to recite all of the books of the New Testament. I have one on my wrist currently for Second Peter one three, and I can look at it and I it looks like gibberish, but to me it makes sense as I'm trying to memorize Second Peter one three. And let me just say, Daily Grace Co. and Dwell Differently do not support the podcast. I'm not receiving any money. Hey guys, if you want. We would love to have you on as sponsors, but they, the two companies are just doing a great job at encouraging people to memorize scripture. Last thing I want to say is that I don't want this to add to your to-do list, guys. This is not, there's no legalism here, right? I'm just giving you one more way to internalize the word of God and engage with the Bible on a daily basis. That's what scripture memory is about. I don't want there to be any guilt that says, well, I listen to the podcast. Now I feel guilty because I'm not memorizing scripture. Guys, when it's time, get to it, start it. But if it's too overwhelming to think about and you're like, Courtney, I'm just struggling to even like read the word every day. Just, just relax. Okay. There's no guilt here. Let's just continue to find ways to engage in the word of God every day. I hope you enjoyed the clips that we heard from our past guests today. Remember, they are all from a full episode. And so you can find those full episodes at journeyofruthpodcast.com slash podcast or wherever you get podcasts. If you guys have enjoyed this Weight of the Word series, I would love for you guys to share the podcast with your friends. You can take a screenshot of your favorite episode in the Weight of the Word series and post it onto social media. Make sure you tag us at Journey of Ruth so we can see that and join in on the conversation. I would also love if you would head to Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating and a review. This is how new listeners find us. If you like what you hear each month and you'd like to support the Journey of Ruth podcast, head over to patreon.com slash journeyofruth. There for just $5 a month, you can help support the website, reduce hosting fees, and allow me the ability in turn to be kind to our podcast guests. 
Each week during the Weight of the Word series, I am going to be providing a place on social media for you to share what God is teaching you during your daily time with God. So let's encourage each other through God's words. Head over to Facebook or Instagram at Journey Ruth and join the conversation. You can also find us on our website, journeyruthpodcast.com. There you can hear all our past episodes, including the ones that you heard on today's podcast. If you're looking for a speaker for your future group event, I would love to talk to you about what you guys want to cover, whether your event is live or virtual, and get you guys on the calendar. Just fill out the form under the speaking tab. I hope you have a great week, guys. Stay safe, stay healthy, and I will see you on Tuesday in two weeks here on the Journey Ruth Podcast.